sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Every man, woman, and child is deliberately made by God and to be in relationship with God. Every one of us, in other words, has a desire for God. But what does that mean for the Dasasan vision? What does that mean for my life? What does that mean for the lives of our families, friends, and neighbors? That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into our topic today, for we, we, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. And the email address is... Really, really easy. What is it, Renee? Ignition. At? SFCatholic.org. Just testing. See if you're paying attention. Ignition (laughs) at SFCatholic.org. Yes, I am joined in studio as not always. You were here last episode, Renee. Where were you? What happened? You did not want me here. That's true. I didn't want you here. Just Wait. to be blunt, you, <laughs> you did not want me You put me it that here. way, not me. I guess we have to talk about this. I guess we have to go. We have to go. I think we have to go to Lord Center for some, have some conversations about this. Some couples counseling, <laughs> or what? I don't understand. <laughs> we're, I'm terrified we're, right now. Yeah, right. Uh, so, desire for God, abrupt mm. transition, mm-hmm. right? From, yes. Let's just from, drop that. From, from we're going to drop that. <laughs> so, I the reason I, I wanted to talk about this. Um, as I mentioned, sort of it's in the tease at the, the top of the episode, uh, that asks us in vision, mm-hmm. right? So we've got this asks in vision. Um, we've had it for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still out there, but I think what's, what's, it's going, it's not going underground in the sense of going away, but people are thinking about it, praying about it. Some are, are, are taking, um, acting on it. Um, Again, for those who haven't heard, it's lifelong Catholic missionary discipleship through God's love. Mm-hmm. But the idea of being a missionary disciple, I think for most of us ordinary, everyday Catholics, and I said us there. Did you catch that? I right? did. Okay. I know I'm ordinary <laughs> and everyday. I'm not sure about you. But. So anyway, um, <laughs> I think the idea of a missionary discipleship particularly uh, is intimidating. Mm-hmm. We've talked about accompaniment before and tried to clear up what what it looks like to be a missionary disciple, what it doesn't look like. Um, but I think part uh, – so the idea of talking to people about my faith is intimidating, I think for a number of reasons. I'm, but I'm curious, when, when you think about that for yourself or asking for a friend maybe um, – the idea of talking about your faith to, to other people, it, do you think that for most Catholics, would you agree that it's an intimidating oh, idea? Oh, absolutely. So why why is that, do you <clears throat> think? Because, first of all, our society tells us don't talk about religion to right. other people. Yep. yep. So that's pretty much beat into our heads that it's not an appropriate conversation with other people. Yep. Like, ever, apparently. Right. Yep. Which is actually completely wrong. Um, but our our society has really taken a a terrible direction in, in that topic. So, so I think there's a lot of fear. There's also a fear of rejection. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just, just a fear of maybe feeling pushy or yep. whatever it might be. There's a lot of fears right, attached right. to that one. I think I, I, and I especially like, so you named two in particular, um, I'm going to write them down rejection and pushy. Uh, and I, and I definitely think that's true. So the rejection, um, boy, if I, if I talk to, this friend, family member, coworker, whoever, about my faith, and 
what if they, you know, because you, you are being vulnerable when you do that, right? I mm-hmm. mean, from some of us, sometimes some of us try to argue with people about the faith. That's something I've else. never done that before. Yeah, I'm sure you have, and I never have either. <laughs> uh, but other people do. Right. That. Just, yeah. Uh, but more of just when we're sharing with the faith and maybe, hey, uh, if it's another Catholic, you know, one thing I often encourage, an easy way to be a missionary disciple is to invite somebody, a Catholic, well, not necessarily a Catholic, to go to Mass, the whole communion thing, but mm-hmm. uh, but or to invite a, a Catholic, hey, I'm going to confession today. You want to go with me? That sort of thing. Um, so Do there, you ever get yeses on that? Do I ever get yeses? Yeah. I, the question is, do I ever get noes? So you don't ask the question? No, I do. What? No, because <laughs> you must not be asking the question if you don't get no's. Uh, I um, would you like to go to confession with me? So, uh, no, thank you, Chris Bergwald. <laughs> I usually get yeses. Really? Hmm, okay. It must be me. It must be. You're so scary. People are like, I have to. Oh say yeah, yes. thanks. Um, <laughs> no, I, I because usually it, again it, it's pretty informal and casual, and I. I don't, I don't always get yes. And maybe you're good at waiting for the right moment. Maybe. Knowing when that might be. Maybe. That could be. That'd be, that, thanks. That, mm-hmm. that very well could be it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the idea of that, like you're like making the invitation. It's a kind of akin to asking somebody out on a date. You know, you're putting yourself <laughs> out there. And you, and you, you are. Oh, uh, it's not you. It's me. You know, yeah, oh, I'm going to be busy be fr- forever. Can, can we just be friends? <laughs> so there's like sort of the, the, but that like, if, if you take that risk of asking somebody to do this with you and you get shot down <laughs> to use the, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the dating metaphor, that can be a hard thing. Yeah. So fear of rejection, but also, yeah, I think a fear of being coming across or being received as being pushy. Mm-hmm. Again, this has never happened to me. I'm sure it's never happened <laughs> oh, to you. Not me. For sure. For sure. Um, but we don't want people, oh, he's shoving his religion down my throat. Mm-hmm. Like, even, again, even though nobody has ever said to me, stop shoving your religion down my throat. They haven't? No. Wow. Because I, You I are talking to a whole different group of people. Uh, no, I just don't act towards them the way I act towards you. Oh, That's okay. What I to. <clears throat> uh, so so we uh, have this, this, even though that may never happen, um, I still have this fear. That it will, right? But so, what does that have to do with our topic for? What do you? What does that? What do you think that has to do with our topic for today? I don't know. I forgot what our topic was. <laughs> Wait, desire for God. Yes, you're correct. So, what's now that you remember what we're talking about? <laughs> what do you, do you have any guesses on the connection? Um, I guess maybe. If we don't have a desire for God, it will be difficult for us to be missionary disciples. Ah, that's a great answer, but okay. it's completely wrong. Okay. So. <laughs> it will not be the first last time I'm wrong so, today. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so that, that actually is a, it is a good answer, but f- but it's not what you were looking for. Not not for the purpose okay. of this conversation. <laughs> um, well, see here for the benefit of the audience. Chris does not like fill me in on exactly what he's talking it, about. He'll just be like, "We're going to talk about the desire for God." Okay. Uh, I, I did give you a resource that you could have consulted. You, you did? Yes. Oh, I think you did. And I agree. Oh, I you. did. <laughs> and I still have the email just, to prove it. I've got the paper trail. I don't remember getting that email. But okay. It was it was pre-sickness for you. So you probably Oh yeah, I don't remember that. No, yeah. <laughs> so the connection for today is uh as I mentioned at the top of the show, Renee. Every man, woman, and child is created by God for 
God to be in relationship. So everybody we encounter, everybody we think or aren't thinking about inviting to mass or confession or sharing our faith with is created by God for relationship with him. Mm -hmm. So he has given every one of us the desire for God, for himself. Mm -hmm. And that is a hook that we have that we hopefully Mm. can grab onto Mm -hmm. in order to pull them closer. I mean, it's getting... Sounds pushy. It's it's more pulley than (laughs) pushy. Right, right. So there is a... There's a... Do I have the quote here? I have a quote. Ah, 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 ah. I'm going to read you a quote from a saint. Okay. It's a saint, and then you can tell me... Who the saint is? Yeah. Okay. I think you'll know. You are great, O Lord, and greatly to be praised. Great is your power, and your wisdom was without without measure. And man, so small a part of your creation, wants to praise you. This man, though clothed with mortality and bearing the evidence of sin and the proof that you withstand the proud. Despite everything, man, though a small part of your creation, wants to praise you. You yourself encourage him to, to delight in your praise, for you have made us for yourself, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. Well, that's uh, St. Augustine. Yes. So Augustine, one of the most famous quotes from any saint, certainly probably St. Augustine's most famous quotes. Mm-hmm. Our heart is restless. You have made us for yourself, and our heart is restless until it rests in you. Mm-hmm. That's true for every one of us, not just saints, not just sinful, but striving Catholics. Mm-hmm. Everybody, whatever their race, whatever their religion, whatever their creed, whatever their color, everybody has been created with this desire mm-hmm. for God. Right. Yes. So. <laughs> Show over. <laughs> so that can can and should be for us a, a, a consolation when we're thinking about inviting somebody to mass or okay. confession or sharing our faith. Okay. I'm getting a furrow brow from you. But you, Wait, have no, to, you have okay. to elaborate. Okay. And okay. I know you will, cause you've got like, I, I got plenty of time. So, so <laughs> 17 minutes left or something. Um, I don't know the purpose, certainly a purpose of the human creature. Every human being mm-hmm. is to be in relationship. Right. That's what we're for. Like we're right. for that. So when we are um, engaging in missionary discipleship, we're helping people do what they're made to do. Right. But that. So. Okay. So I have a. So so okay. You said one of the things we're meant to do, and I hope this doesn't take us off a weird track, is to be in relationship with God. But there's also like we are also put here to help accomplish the the uh, salvation of others. Right. Yeah. To a to a degree. Yeah. yeah. Did Adam and Eve have that same one, or was it after the fall? Then they had that. Which did they have the same which? The the helping others to because they should have had salvation. They were in perfect relationship with God. Uh, but God knew it was going to happen. So um, that's a good question. there, I know. See, that's a good question. <laughs> we can just so save every, that for every, another time. Adam and Eve were also <laughs> created uh, for a relationship, a relationship yeah. with God. Um, and they were, yeah, they were supposed to help one another because they weren't yet in heaven. At, the garden was not heaven. Right. So they were called to help each other get to heaven. But they weren't mortal then, or they they wouldn't have faced death until after the fall. Um. Y- yes, but there's still there's still a trial period. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm, that's that's something we're, we're going to okay. have to talk okay. about sometime. Because okay. well, now now I, that I thought about that, I'm confused. Okay. okay. Well. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> so I want to go back though. Okay. So so the, the the my point is okay. It's not a complicated point. So I, <laughs> but but maybe I'm I'm trying to. It's not. I'm sure. Maybe I haven't had enough caffeine. Tell today. me what you're hearing me say. <laughs> Why do you do that to me? <clears throat> um, I don't honestly like my thoughts are very <laughs> scattered right now, as you can see, because I went to the Adam and Eve thing. I'm being a very bad co-host today. <laughs> say again what you said. We're all created for to <clears throat> be yes. in a relationship with God. Yes. That means that when I so the purpose of the human being is to be in relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So that means that when I okay, let's let, we're we're gonna. I'm I'm Chris I'm Chris Pagan. I'm not Chris Bergwald theologian. Okay. I'm Chris Pagan. Okay, okay, and you are Brene Catholic, and <laughs> Bill's laughing over you here. Are wow. called, <laughs> you, you are called by virtue of your baptism mm-hmm. to help me, Chris Pagan, come into the relationship with God, right? And ultimately, hopefully, get to heaven. You are called to participate in my salvation. That's that's your call as baptized, and now especially as a member of the diocese of Sioux Falls, Bishop DeGroote has made you really aware of mm-hmm. the importance of being a lifelong Catholic missionary through God's love. Right. So you are thinking about, okay, how can I, boy, I'm kind of scared because I, I don't want to be rejected. I don't want to come across as pushy um, with my friend Chris Pagan to help him um, become a Christian, become a Catholic, blah, 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 blah. Right. Even be interested. Right. Right. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, so the, the point of this is, you, but you can take some sol- solace, 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 find some consolation in the fact that whatever else is going on in my pagan life, I'm still created to be in relationship with God. Okay. So you, your task is not to make me into something that I'm not, or or not, or even your, your task is not to participate in, uh, in making me into something that I'm not. Your task is to help me become what I've what I'm meant to be. And I think the key word there is help. Okay. Like we don't have to do it all. No. Right. Right. <clears throat> this is this is very much connected to the. I I will often say all we can do is plant the seeds. God has to do the rest because we're not God. We can't make somebody come to the church. Well, he doesn't either. But all we can do is do the things we can do, plant right. the seeds, you know, talk to people, whatever. It's going to be that person in their relationship with God that's going to bring them. There. Right. So right. that's where you're going, I That's assume. true. But that's true. But <clears throat> but my but my <laughs> Oh, I'm still not basic, there. <laughs> no, it, it's it's the fact that you are are helping me. You're not helping me uh you're not trying to get me to do something which is completely contrary to what I Okay, am. right, right. You're trying to help mm. me become something that I do something that I meant to do. Yeah. Right? So um you're not trying to make a pen into a hammer. A hammer I mean, I can do some hammering. Bill's going to come it. over here. <laughs> no, you do this all the time. No, you're pounding on his beautiful like table. A pen. <clears throat> so, right. So it, it it's not meant to, so you're not trying to make, when you are doing missionary discipleship, when you're trying to help Chris Pagan um, become a Christian, mm-hmm. a Catholic, you are not trying to make a hammer into a pen. Right. You are trying to make the pen. The right. best pen it can be. The best 
pen it can be. You're trying to make the pen do what it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. The pen is not, for a variety of reasons, I'm a sinner. The pen's not doing completely what it's supposed to do. Okay. When we evangelize, when we are a missionary disciple, we are helping other people do what they're meant to do. Right. So that's... so. We're, so what you're saying then is we shouldn't be afraid to yes. do this. Yeah, we should be. Af- we don't have to be as afraid as we might otherwise, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because even though we might be rejected, even though they may, the fact of the matter is they're still made for this. Mm-hmm. We're give. I've got oh, it. He's got it. I've got it. <clears throat> got it. Apparently, it's going to okay. open my eyes. I hope so. <laughs> Uh, but if you're just tuning in, you are listening to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Risberg, while talking with today with Renee Kranz um, about how we are all made for by God, for God. We all have a desire for God, um, <clears throat> and that should be a help to us uh, as we are, you and I, are going about the work of, of becoming a missionary disciple. It's gone. You forgot your- I totally did. I totally did. You had had a genius moment and now it's gone. So we're, 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 oh, no, thank you, Lord. (laughs) We are giving people what they truly, in the depth of their heart, want. They just don't know it yet. They just may, they may not know it yet. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's what this all boils down to. When we are doing the work of missionary discipleship, when we're doing the work of evangelization, in whatever way, and we've talked about that before mm-hmm. on the show, it might be saying something to them, but it might just be a shoulder to cry on. It mm-hmm. might be our prayers for them, whatever it might be. But especially when we're inviting them to do something, mm-hmm. when we're talking to them about the faith, we're, we're, we're proposing something to them. We're offering something to them that, even though they may not know it, they really want. Right. That's that's what that's in one way to bottom line. We're talking. Well, about. I can't think of one single person I know who <clears throat> came to the faith and afterward is like, "Man, I really wish I hadn't done that. I should go back to right not going yeah. to church." But but even I mean, but even but there be listen. <clears throat> so I I mean I know it, this is a commonplace thing. There are many people who um, <clears throat> maybe have been Catholic, been Christian for years or decades. And it's still like they still wouldn't say this is the greatest thing ever, right? <clears throat> but but for them also, this is still what in the depths of their heart they want. Mm-hmm. This is still so underneath all of the desires that we have, our desire for coffee, caffeine. our <laughs> <laughs> coffee. I don't about the caffeine. Well, maybe oh. <laughs> all the all the different desires, all the appetites that we have. Underneath all of them is a desire for God. Even though we might, um, at the surface, be an atheist, I don't. There's no God. Not just beyond the. I don't believe in God. No, there's just. I know there's no God. Right. I hear you. But he still loves you. <laughs> he still exists. He still loves you, and the and he is in fact the the depth the deepest desire of your heart. Mm-hmm. That's. That sure was pushy. But <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm way. I'm kidding. It w- I mean, but that wasn't. I mean, I think we we overestimate what people will think is pushy. Probably. 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 At least most people. So so uh, yeah. And so what does this matter? It goes back to what you said earlier. So the I I want people to recognize this because I think it does can it can it should help 
overcome some of our trepidation, mm-hmm. some of our hesitation, some of our reluctance, some of our fear mm-hmm. to share our faith, to talk about our faith with other people. Because again, this is this is really true. This is really real. It's not just an idea. What I'm saying is reality. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a bold claim, but that's the Catholic proposal mm-hmm. that every one of us is made to be in relationship with God. Every one of us, what we most fully desire is to be in relationship with God because that's how he created us. So when Jane Catholic, Joe Catholic come along and share the good news with me, even though at one level I might not be interested, there's another level where I am incredibly interested, even though I may not be aware of it at that particular moment. Or you may be busy shoving it down. Right, right, right. So so we can, and I do want to, so why, why, well, so any questions about that? No, I don't think so. So why do we try to ignore this desire? Why doesn't everybody recognize when we offer it to, this is what I've always wanted. Thank you so much for sharing this great gift with me. I've been looking at this for my entire life. I just didn't even realize it. Why doesn't that happen? I think it actually comes back down to fear again, fear of not having control over your own life because you think, well, if I do this, I'm going to, I'm not going to have any control over my life and I'm going to have to run around and talk to other people about Jesus. <laughs> I, I, but I think you've been backing up. I think that's even further. Down. I think there's so. Or that you have to change. Do are, I don't think most people are aware though, that they even have a desire for God. No, I agree. Yeah. Why is that? Um, <clears throat> Hmm. Uh, I can blame society again, but I don't know if that's really accurate. Well, I mean, I think I do think that there's so many pressures and so many things coming at us that it's just so easy to just ignore it and pretend it doesn't exist. But there's also that devil guy. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> so I want to give a little quote actually from the, the catechism okay. of, of the Catholic church. <clears throat> It talks about how this intimate and vital bond of man to God. So this is not just for the Christian, the baptized, this is for everybody. Mm -hmm. This intimate and vital bond of man to God can be forgotten, overlooked, or even explicitly rejected by men. Such attitudes can have different causes. And then the church names several several, uh, different causes. A revolt against evil in the world. So some people look at, I guess right now is a recording. I mean, there's always war and violence going on, mm-hmm. but we're very aware of Russia's invasion of the Ukraine mm-hmm. right now, right? People look at that evil, or the pandemic. Mm-hmm. How can God, how can there be a good, all sure. loving God? So the, that problem with suffering. The, yeah. the problem of evil, the problem yeah. of suffering can cause people to forget, overlook, or explicitly reject this mm-hmm. architecture with God. Um, religious ignorance or indifference. Right. Meh, apathy mm-hmm. or ignorance, not knowing. Right. Um, the cares and riches of this world. We can get distracted. I, I get distracted all the time. I'm, the, it's so easy. So the, the parable of the sower, right? And mm-hmm. um, which one is? I think it's the, the oh, the thorn bush. Yep. Um, we can be distracted. I think in Luke's version of that, he talks about how we can be, be distracted by the cares or worries and the, or the riches mm-hmm. of the world, like mm-hmm. all the good things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> football. Or football. 
or nice houses, mm-hmm. nice cars, nice mm-hmm. clothes, um, all those things which are good things. Yes, because we obviously need clothes. Right, and, right. And we don't maybe right. need coffee, but or football. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> but even needs can become uh, a distraction. Right, right. Because do mm-hmm. I really need that nice right. of clothes, that right. nice of a do house? Do I need the Nikes? Do I, right, right. Exactly. So that those can cause us, again, to forget, overlook, or reject our, our vital and intimate bond with God. Um, the scandal of bad example on the part of believers. Oh, that's terrifying, <laughs> isn't it? You and I, in um, uh, a week or two ago, we're talking about planks in eyes. Yes. Right? The ways in which we do not walk the talk. Mm-hmm. That can cause other people, they see it, they mm-hmm. notice it, and that can cause them to forget, overlook, or explicitly reject their vital right. and intimate bond with God. Especially if they know you're a Christian and you're not acting like right. a Christian. Right. That's right. Re- right. That can be yeah, very yeah. damaging to Absolutely. others. And that's especially for those of us who are... Um, Affiliated in, with the church? Yeah, more formally. Yeah. And I even think of like, even as a, a, a lower level, like being an usher right. or a lector or a music right. minister. But that's also why it's such scandal when priests do something. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, currents of thought hostile to religion. So in an increasingly secular society right. that said either says either God doesn't exist or he doesn't matter right. to your daily life. Or he doesn't care. Or he doesn't care. <clears throat> that is all going to be part of uh, that can be a cause for us for getting overlooking or explicitly rejecting our connection mm-hmm. with God. And finally, the catechism names that attitude of sinful man, which makes him hide from God out of fear mm. and flee his call. Hello, Adam. Hello, Adam. <laughs> we, we, you and I talked about that previously. We just heard about it recently. Yep. Um, I'm actually going to have Father Scott come on and talk about that on Catholic Views because yeah. that was fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think we did we did an episode on first words in the Bible mm-hmm. not too yes, long ago yes. talking about that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what's God's first question in Scripture? Where are you? Oh no, it's is that the first question? It's the okay. first question. The Where first are question. you, Adam? Where are you, Adam? Mm-hmm. Where is he in relationship to God? Mm-hmm. So we are sinners, and be, because of original sin, we have this idea of these all these false idea of gods that he is a tyrant, that he is petty, that he's going to make us just do hard stuff because. Mm-hmm. He likes doing it. None he's of that an is art, true. He's a, what it, yeah. uh-huh. None of that is true. Right. Um, but because of that, we can ignore this desire for God that we all right. have. Right. Right. That's bad. Let's <laughs> not ignore that. We really shouldn't. That's the moral of the story here. Don't, Don't ignore it. Don't. But but again, <laughs> for us as like oh, that's not the moral of the story. I'm sorry. God's love. That's not the moral of the story. Again, I'm I'm I'm. There is a way in which I'm talking to listeners for our own sake, but I'm also talking to us as missionary disciples mm-hmm. or would-be missionary disciples. Right. Even though we can overlook, ignore, forget, reject that bond, it's still there. Right. So, Augustine, our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. So, when we're thinking about reaching out to a friend, neighbor, colleague, coworker, friend, family member, family member? Mm-hmm. we can... We should remember, this is what they're made for. Mm-hmm. I'm giving them what they want. Right, right. That makes, helps. Makes sense? Okay, great. Yes. Thanks, Renee. Yep, thanks. And that will wrap up, this, wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, with any thoughts, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Until next time, may God bless you.